So hi, one of the Good Nights Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Charlie. Sam. Alex. Perry. And we are Flight Club. And we're answering some questions today about their upcoming album, Until the Sun Drowns. How do you guys feel about the response to the announcement so far? Solid. Yeah. Everyone seems stoked. It's great. It's just like, it's so weird after like being such a long process, you know, like we've had the record done for about a year and a half now. So, oh, being like, uh, I mean, most of it, yeah, most of it's been like, uh, it's just weird. Like the culmination of all that time and effort, all like the videos and everything coming to life and the art coming to life, Mm -hmm. like putting a song out is really exciting and seeing how people react to it. But it's like such a, uh, fast thing like we just bought a high roller and that's been like a long time thing building up for us mm-hmm. and the album comes out a week later so it, it's it's really strange not used to that kind of surreal yeah why yeah. why such delay in putting yeah. it out oh uh, there's this thing that happened um uh-huh. yeah okay. covid right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we this was actually slated i think we wanted to have it out uh last summer it was the initial goal and we had some tours tours lined up and um we're starting our rollout and then i think harry you were, he was on his way uh to buy a van for mm-hmm. said tours and uh we just saw so many tours get canceled and we kept calling, we're like hey man maybe we don't you know take out a loan right now let's let's wait and yeah. see how this goes and so we use that time to come up with just more content. We put two new songs on the record that weren't supposed to be on it yet. Oh, uh, and uh, yeah, just use it for the best. I, I think I think that we did what we think was probably best for the time being. Yeah. For us, our shows I feel sell it a little better. You know, the whole brand. So we just wanted to really come out swinging with our new stuff with shows instead of hoping people would like it without shows and mm-hmm. bank on them coming out a year later. So it just feels right. The, the waiting game was the right move for us. Fair enough. Definitely. All right. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Uh, yeah. So the lyrics come straight from uh, one of the songs on uh, the record um, visitors. And I think that it just kind of encapsulates uh, a lot of the different moods on the album you know there's some up there's some down i think we we hit some depths that we hadn't really hit together as a band especially like the four of us in the band together um and uh i don't know yeah it like kind of captures the mood and you can look at it in in two lights you can kind of be like all right like this is the beginning we're in it until the sun drowns or you can look at it from that kind of like dusk perspective the sun is setting you're like all right until it's gone you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so I thought, I thought it was very kind of painted the picture for us, at least with the with the moods of the record. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, can you tell me a little about your writing process for this album? Oh man, it <laughs> <laughs> was I mean, a long it started, time ago. Like, we when we started writing for the album, it was like a combination of like coming up with new ideas and like revisiting old ideas we had. Like one, the two, or all of us were stoked on that we just never found the right ingredient for so like coming into the studio we we came in with a, a ton of ideas like more than we could actually use it's like 30 um, maybe? yeah something like oh, that wow. 30 songs yeah. 30 to 40 out of the tracks of the yeah. demo folder so we had like these like um basically a google drive folder of just every idea we had that we thought was worth showing the producer and a bunch of them he was into um some of them didn't end up working out but also some like he just 
made exactly what they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we took parts from other songs that like didn't quite like, we have an entire song based off, you know, an idea. And then we would take like the best components of it and then put them with the best components of another song yeah. and come up with these beautiful Frankensteins yeah. of music. Mm-hmm. And then even in the studio, like we would come up with new ideas there too. Like the, like high roller, the roller skate video we just put out as an mm-hmm. idea that pretty much like we had, we had come with something, but it is entirely the result it is now is entirely what we did in the studio with Will. Mm-hmm. And that's like props to him for just his work. So yeah. So shout out Will Beasley. He's the man. Ooh. Shout out Will. <laughs> so how did the track list for the record come about? Did you guys write the opener to be an opener, closer to be closer? Did you just kind of shuffle it around and say, all right, that looks good. That's a great one. Uh, <laughs> Funny story. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, so the opener on the record, um, Another Great Unknown is, believe it or not, the last song we wrote for the record. Oh. And not only that, we om- we wrote it and recorded it almost a year after we thought we finished the record. Oh. Um, yeah, it's all pretty much thanks to Harry. Uh, for Christmas, he pretty much gifted us some more studio time. We, we banded together. Will came here. To, we're in our practice space right now. Um, and uh we just sat down and we were just like kind of hanging it was supposed to be like a really low key kind of thing and just started jamming and like freestyling and uh sam had a couple ideas and we well, re- really we all had a couple ideas that we were just kind of touching on and demoing out real time just kind of freestyle mm-hmm. and that's the one that kind of stuck and we wrote and recorded it with like well, how, how long was it like three days two days yeah, yeah. yeah. it's pretty it's pretty quick and yeah. uh we just showed up and, and made it happen. And when we wrote it, we were all kind of looking at each other and we're like, well, where do we put it? And we were just like, track one. Mm-hmm. So, so that was a good uh, opening energy to it. Sets the, sets the mood off right and uh, leaves and everything well. But besides that, we've probably come up with like five or six different variations of the same track listing. And <laughs> I think it's one of those like diamond in the rough things. Like we had a bunch of ideas and we've pushed and pushed and pushed until we came up with what we have now. And I think that we came up with probably the most concrete listing that we could have. It really, I think there's a, a good progression throughout the album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely. Uh, so what song on the album took longest to write and which one is uh, your personal favorites? Ooh, the longest to write? That's a good question because I think there was a few that we kept coming back to. Um, I'd say the easiest to write was Comeback, but the yeah, longest yeah. is hard to say. Longest, I would almost say uh, Dust Bunny because like Charlie had a really, that was one of the songs that Charlie like had written as like a really good idea that we felt good about and like working with the producer, like there were just so many things that changed and like we would backpedal and be like, I don't know, man, we're getting farther away from what inspired us about this idea originally, mm-hmm. but eventually like, like where it ended up being like we were super stoked on, but I would say like the process of that one, like some of the, like when we said we came in with a bunch of ideas, some of them were like one part ideas and some of them were like, I have a great song. Let's do this song. And yeah. um, Dust Bunny, when Charlie brought us that idea, he had a full-fledged idea and so we were all like great cool we'll do that mm-hmm. so we're like working with the producer and like what you you kind of just expected to be like don't the song's already written you don't have to do that much and then <laughs> he's like no you have to do a couple things better like then mm-hmm. that results in a lot but it was we already did that yeah so um i think that one took a long time in terms of just like we had worked on it for a long time before the album process and then being in the studio with will it got a lot of transformations and 
became what it is today. Okay. That one was also the, I think the first one we started working on in the studio. So I guess that, yeah. that kind of makes sense that, yeah. yeah. Two tongues kind of took a while too. Yeah, that one, that one had a couple variations. What was the one that we went in and when we were recording Another Great Unknown, we retracked the vocals like kind of like a third high higher. Roller. Was that high roller? High roller. Yeah. Yeah. Took it out. yeah. We like, we like went back in with high roller and we were like, okay, well the, the which is a cool thing I think for me, because a lot of our previous stuff, my vocals were kind of like peeking out of my range, you know, mm-hmm. and were very pushed. And so high roller kind of set it back. Like I got to play with some falsettos. I got to play in my lower register. And we had this moment of like, I guess, self-doubt where we retract the, the chorus with like some slightly higher vocals. And we we're like, mm. that's what it was missing. That's what it was missing. And then we went back and listened to it again. And we we're like, now we're messing it up. Like we had it right. <laughs> like we had it right. Something. Um, okay. But personal favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to go first, but. I'd probably say Good Company. Um, it's nice. just a fun riff song. It, I, it's not a song that I'm really pushing as like a single or anything. It's just a fun one for me. It's fun playing guitar, and I think it, it it covers the high energy part and the chill part for me. So nice. that's my pick. Mm-hmm. Good pick. I think Visitors is probably my favorite to listen to. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think that one's been kind of the one that's been up and down as far as inner focus on the back burner. So maybe I just didn't burn myself out on that one yet. <laughs> but I like that one. It's a lot. pretty one. Mm-hmm. Um, I say the opener and the closer. So another great yeah. known and patterns are my favorite. Okay. I'm just fun. Good energy, different energies, fun on the drums. Yeah, I, I was going to pick one of those too, so I'll let Harry pick two because I was going to pick the same. Now, I have a question for y'all then. Uh, have have you guys heard it? Did Becky send it to you? Yes. Yes. All right, your favorite so far. I know it's it's early. Give me a second. I don't have one. I'm going to say that's right Glory, Glory will pull it up <laughs> and she'll list you like four or five. Give me, give me yeah. two seconds. Give me on two first seconds. first listen, I can't give you a favorite. No, that's totally that's yeah. totally fair. I know it's it's hard. That's I, also kind of the point. Like <laughs> we're trying to make it so it wasn't just. All right, hold on. Sound or one, Shane, yeah. least favorite. Do you have a least favorite? Then? <laughs> Ooh. No, Be no, no judgment. Like no. I mean, the problem is I didn't listen to it with the track list next to me. I was doing other mm-hmm. things, so I don't yeah, even like, know what song is which. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my favorite is I've been kicked out of better homes than this. Nice. Yeah. Nice. There we go. That one's entirely just supposed to be like fun, riffy. Like it's gonna be a live. But we were at that with like the live show, like being like, this will be fun to play on the stage. Definitely. All right. I can't wait to see it live on stage. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be so sick. Woo! I'm so excited. Um. So can you guys tell me where your headspace was at while you were creating this record? Yeah. Uh, you want to go first? You've been quiet. Um, <laughs> at space, just super excited. Uh, all of February 2020, and so, and all the potential shows lined up. And then obviously COVID happened, so it's a bummer. But I think we handled the times well. And the only thing to do was make better content behind the scenes. So I was in a good headspace because our visual uh, aspect of the band really stepped up and just brought a whole new energy to what this project is and it's really fun to make um, just mini movies and hopefully make ourselves laugh or think or others as well and it's cool mm-hmm. so I was in a good spot overall during COVID that's good anyone else? Anybody else? Yeah, anybody else I, I just remember being shocked a lot because like the concept of like having a, a label um invest in us to write a whole album and like the idea that we had a whole month to just go to the studio every day and that was like 
Because like every time we've done it before, it's been like a personal investment. Like we, mm-hmm. we spend our money or we take time off and like we have to because it's really stressful in some way or another. And it, it was just so cool. It was such a real recording experience, you know. Um, and it would it, that took an extended period of time. We didn't have to rush anything. We didn't have to adhere to out the outside world. You know, we yeah. had to just get to, get together, hang out, and try to make the best songs we could. So uh, it was shocking and exciting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or yeah. I think Sam touched on something that is really cool is that we did get to take the entire month to just say, "Hey, we're writing a record and we're doing it together," and that was pretty much it. Like we really didn't work much that month, and we just got to wake up every day, go to the studio, which was not far from where we live. It was really only like like two or three blocks from where I, I oh, live. Wow. And like some of the Alex and uh, Sam and Harry were just a, a few blocks further. And so we just got up every day and got to do that. And so it was a lot of fun, you know, and uh, I think as some of the songs will suggest, we got to dive, you know, like I said, deeper into some more serious topics and, and into ourselves. So there was a lot of like reflection on that too. Um, it all at the end of the day came out with like a very positive mindset, you know, mm-hmm. Anything to add, Alex? I mean, it, mostly like thinking back off like what Sam said, it was like it just baffling to me that we got to have this opportunity to like do something that not stress free because obviously you're still trying to create something that's important to you and you're still like heavily focused and involved in it. Mm-hmm. And with that comes like presenting ideas and having to kind of try and push those ideas while like respecting everyone else's. And so it does get stressful, but at the same time, every time you kind of take that step back and look at what you're doing and look at where you are, it's just like nothing but like gratitude and like just pure joy to just like sit there and have nothing to do, mm-hmm. but music with like the closest people to you. So it was just a month that is probably one of going to be one of my favorites forever. I love these answers. So wholesome. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you guys recommend that your fans listen to this record for the first time in the car, in the dark with friends, not in the dark with friends, in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on, or in the dark with friends, if that's what they would like to do? Honestly, yeah. Loudly and all the way through. Yeah. Would be my recommendation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely recommend, I would prefer, I think, because we pushed so hard for the track listing and we went through so many variations listen to it front to back at least the first time get get the full storyline kind of you know the the underlying emotions that that you go through because i think it resolves really nicely but in a way that is going to satisfy you that's like alone with headphones on if that's like blasting in your car like hitting a highway you know know? whatever is gonna make you feel it you know whatever makes you there you go in the dark with friends at a show there you go mm-hmm. did it uh, so this one should be super super quick off the top of your heads i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words each of you have to do it oh god um uh uh happy loud sad okay. <laughs> all right Sure. That's yeah. the progression. That's that's the plot line. <laughs> Cohes- cohesive, wholesome, 
uh, and fun. Ooh, okay, that's good. Big fat rock. <laughs> okay, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I like that. Can we put that as our buyer just now? Like a big fat rock. <laughs> uh, I'd say watch, listen. Africa. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. Spicy. <laughs> Big I thought we were more of a cuman band. But, uh, <laughs> Big yeah, exactly. fat, spicy. Yeah, unlocking the power of cumin. Unreal. The only word I can think of. Uh, so, what is your favorite memory from creating this record? Oh, I have one for this. I actually was I was thinking about this a second ago. Um, there. So we worked on the record for a long time. We spent essentially the first two weeks just writing we didn't track a thing maybe maybe some like scratch like demo kind of ideas but we weren't really recording until about two weeks in getting up every day writing the melodies writing the guitar parts the drums the vocals the lyrics whatever but there came this day and it was uh for better homes and we had been pushing and pushing and we just kind of didn't figure out the lyrics and the vocals quite yet sam had sam came up with the melody and the chorus uh, and that was kind of the focal point of the whole thing. And so we were like, well, we have to come up with something because we need to track the vocals like really soon. The rest of the song was tracked. And so Will, our producer, he was like, look, man, I'm going to go home. You guys can stay here and figure it out if you want, though. And we're like, all right. So we got like a case of beer and we stayed up all night just like drinking and dancing and just like turning the volume all the way up on his nice studio speakers and just like singing the song together and then tracking it we just like, took this like one like small mic he had on his console and hit record and we were just like tracking demo vocals and like dancing yeah there's this whole thing that 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 didn't make it to the song but in the part in the pre-chorus where it's like and i believe that i am on the way it was just all of us just like laughing like maniacally and just like shouting and like whatever and drop into the pre-chorus and in hindsight definitely wasn't the best idea i'm glad we didn't finish but in our like we've been up it's 3 a.m we've been at the studio since like 10 a.m this is the best thing we got mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one of my favorite memories i love that it's amazing yeah is that everybody else's favorite memory anybody else got one it's hard to nail down what i remember i like uh you have one go ahead <laughs> It was it was the very last one that we did. Like Charlie said, we recorded the very like the last song that we recorded is actually the first song on the record, mm-hmm. and we did it here in our practice space. And I just remember we were like kind of messing with stuff all day, and we had like gone through a couple of different like iterations of like demos and just different like ideas, and had gone all the way through some of them, and had gone through like two or three at this point, and just like didn't really feel super certain on one, so we just figured we would keep going. And we took a break for a little while, came back, and, like, to come back in, like, to kind of get back into it, we decided to play something that Charlie had kind of come up with a little bit before. We were like, yeah, let's just play that, and like, just to get us all on the same page and, like, get back into it before we start, like, practicing more. Mm-hmm. And Will was literally just laying on the ground, like, just on his back, just, like, laying flat. And then as soon as we, like, kicked into, like, the full part of the intro, he just, like, shot up. I was like, that, that, what? <laughs> Like, why are we not doing that? Yeah. <laughs> like, that became, like, the first song on the album. God. Wow. <laughs> Woke up. 
amazing. Yeah, we, we brought yeah. him, we rejuvenated <laughs> him with that song. <laughs> exactly. Just like freaking out. He's like, that's been here all day. What are we going to do with you? Exactly. I but, guess mine, mine real quick would be my dog is on the album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has to find it. So she's hidden in there a few times. Oh, okay. Lucy. Oh. Oh, Lucy. Yeah. Lucy, the band mascot. You can hear her chiming in on some gang vocals here and there. Okay. Love to see that. Love to hear yeah, that. She's credited too. Yeah, she's credited in the album. She was... <laughs> I mean, you, you have to. Yeah. You yeah. have to for legal reasons. What if she doesn't exactly. sue you? Yeah, what if she sues you? <laughs> so we wouldn't be the first people sued by a dog. <laughs> Is that it? Favorite memories done? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, right. there was goats next door. That was cool. You could go pet goats, like when we took breaks between stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the, the neighbors just had two goats living in their backyard. So, like, it's a good way to decompress. Park, and they just come stare at you at the fence. So, we go feed them leaves. Yeah, yeah, but the other two are still showing. Yeah, we gotta say some We dedicate another great unknown to Caper. Maybe the music video should be a goat, not a dog. Could be. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Um. So for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're stopping at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? Anything flaming hot. Flaming hot Cheetos or Funyuns or Fritos or Doritos. Mm-hmm. Flaming hot. If they had flaming hot water, I'd go for that. Too. Oh God! How do you feel yeah. about Takis? Yeah, Takis are sick. I had the blue ones the other day, uh, and that was weird. Yeah, that was really weird. The yeah. post was worse than the pre uh, Takis. Mm-hmm. Good, but not flaming hot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Reese's. Any any yep. any type of Reese's product. Oh. So true. So I can't stop eating those little like sharp gummies now. Really? really? Yeah, I just bought them again out of nowhere because I saw them and I was like, yeah, it's been a while. And now I just can't stop getting them at like 7 Eleven. It's been nice. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, like a naked juice. Okay. okay. So the healthy the one out healthy of the group. Root. Yeah, yeah, come on. Um, so, uh, what are your top three songs that you're looking forward to playing live off this album? Ooh. Ooh. Better Homes. So, man, this is hard for me because if you haven't seen us live, we that's kind of where we, I think, I think that's our environment. And uh, we do a lot for our live show and we try to recreate a lot of the songs. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think Patterns, the closing track on the record is definitely, I'm so excited to play that one live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Another grand note. Yeah. I think better homes. Just because, yeah. like, the energy is made for, like, that kind of environment. We've, it touches on some of the stuff we used to do. So people that are hoping to mosh and shit, that kind of gives them a chance to do that. Yeah. I hope people, I do, I will say, I really hope people dance for High Roller. That was kind of, mm-hmm. like, the vibe. It's like, we want to see some energy, but, uh, in in a different way you know i think on our ep we had like um like um what was we had yours and i want to call it fill your hands but i I only remember our songs by our demo names yeah sorry strangers after was one that like we 
we were super proud of and really liked. And that was kind of like, we wanted to bring a vibe in and mm-hmm. let people kind of like, just soak it in. They don't need to be rowdy or anything, but when you're on stage, giving it your all, you do want to see the people in the crowd giving it back to you. And that's a song that like, they, no matter how hard they like sing it back at you, it's still very chill. Yeah. High roller. I think we hit a note where it's, it's a vibe, you know, it's, it's fun and people can, if they want get down, dance, mm-hmm. have a good time, but not like, you know, push each other, which yeah. I know some people are super for some people are not for. So maybe, maybe happy, happy middle. Right. Okay. Your roller skates. Sure. That'd be we'll interesting to see. Let you skate yeah. pit. Skate yeah. pit. Oh my god! You got to make sure you got to make sure the venue allows everyone to bring their roller skates in. Mm-hmm. It's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. All right. Yeah. It didn't say the out in the in the parking lot. It said no skateboarding. It said nothing about skating inside. Exactly. You got a point. That's true. You got a point. Loopholes. Sorry, Kathy. <laughs> Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Let's do it. Okay, so, oh, me too. Uh, so <laughs> if you could become one animal for the rest of your life, which animal would you be and why? Good question. Good question. I'm so and Why is uh, the most important part? Yeah. I got it. Uh, you have to give I want to be a essay. red panda. Oh, okay. Uh, red, red pandas are cool. They're like half weasel, half fox, and they're mm-hmm. tiny, cute, and they just have fun. You yeah. know, I like. I can't see a red panda ever waking up and being sad. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go red panda. I don't know. Good choice. Go with like a, like a peregrine falcon. So I'm pretty sure it's Whoa. like the fastest animal. Like when it dives, it goes like some ridiculous speed. I want to say like over 200 miles an hour, but oh, wow. I'm, kind of, I'm not sure. Wait, like, it just does that to die? No, just... no, to die. No, no. I'm not like it's like flapping its wings. It's not, I mean, it's fast. It's not like that. But like apparently when it dives, it's like the fastest animal because of the speed it reaches when it's going down oh, to wreck yeah. a mouse or something but uh wow. Same i thought that would be cool to like fly but also fly really fast so i like that it'll be the opposite i'll be a sloth right. yeah just hang out in the tree all day mm-hmm. you look at them look in their eyes they just they know something that we don't exactly <laughs> do. yeah i feel like you're already <laughs> don't they get like stoned off the eucalyptus Oh, that's awesome. How would you tell? I, was like, I thought that was koalas. Yeah, that's koalas. Yeah. yeah. And I would be a koala. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you guys could listen to one song for the rest of your life, what song would that be? Oh, no. That's torture. Hey, I'll buy out. I mean, it's a banger. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> damn this answer always changes for me i get asked the same thing like if you've ever been on a, if you're on a deserted island with one song was that children's songs like i know a song that gets on everybody's nerves yeah i mean if i'm only gonna listen to one song i might as well lose sanity as fast as possible <laughs> so like yeah it's good just commit to just straight, straight, straight be like just sing nothing but i know a song that gets on everybody's nerves everybody's nerves everybody's nerves yeah i think i think the insanity would help you in that case yeah probably. Mm-hmm. No? Have, this is great. They're playing it again. All the hits today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say off the top of my head, uh, My Blue Heaven, Taking Back Sunday. I feel like it's got a little bit of everything. It's got some got some soft vibes, and then it gets real big and loud. And, you know, I'll just turn it off and on as, see, as I see fit. Mm-hmm. 
Freebird. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long one. Yeah. 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 Not get bored of it. Yeah. 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 So many different parts. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> you can never get bored of it. It's coming back. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Uh, so for this last question, boom. You're on a desert island. You you called it. Uh, you can only bring one person, one album, and one movie. Who and what are you bringing? Oh my god. Okay, one person, one album, one movie. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing that dude from uh, what was this, who's the guy who does all like the wildlife survival videos? Uh, Bear Grylls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Nigel Thornberry is good too, but I'm gonna go. Oh, Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. I'd say Bear Grylls would be my person. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Damn, that's a good one. I didn't think constructively on this. Uh, like, Who's the guy from Bar Rescue? <laughs> He's like, the, the, the trees are too far apart. Yeah, you, you, you gotta pull them in. You know? Yeah, I don't know. That guy. Um, <laughs> is it Bear Grylls, The Black Parade? Yep. Interstellar. Ooh, good movie. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice. Um, you know what? Actually, I, I, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to go to Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave. Because then if nothing else, everything will be a, a cringy laugh. And I, I'll laugh myself to death. Mm-hmm. Um, one movie? That's where it gets tricky. I can't believe you guys are going to give me one. Um, I'll, go, I'll go unironically because of the name Fight Club. If anything else, I'll get real edgy and think that I'm starting like a cult or something with like mm-hmm. a bunch of seagulls. You know, we'll be we'll be the mayhem committee, of course. And then one album, man. I'm gonna have to give it back. I mean, I said my blue heaven earlier. I'm gonna go loud now. Taking back Sunday. It was like one of the first CDs I went out and bought, and I still listen to it on repeat to this day. So louder now. Taking back Sunday. All right. Solid. Gonna bring Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, good cook in there. Yeah, and he's just—he's just fun. And he has that show now where he's wild and catching his own things. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. It's brilliant. Great show. Ooh, no. watch that. <laughs> and probably the balcony by Catfish and the Bottlemen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I listen to that song as if it's the only album that I can ever listen to. So might as well keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Zach, Zach Efron. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Why, why not? Why not? Hey, rocked. Yeah. I love that show. Uh, album. Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chris Farley. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Anything with Rob Schneider because he's obviously the best. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, music wise, maybe chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavor. I fucking oh limp biscuit. I've had that <laughs> for the past month. Yeah. It cons- <laughs> Fred Durst has consumed my entire life. Dude, Fred Durst. Is- oh my god, dude. Imagine being on an island and just listening to Roland. And- I would fucking. That's the dream, man. You'd be, you'd be pumped, right? You'd be jacked, honestly. You the dream. Think coconuts, like just fucking <laughs> break something. <laughs> Dude, we play it the same day as them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're playing with them at same Blue Ridge. I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's same day. No, no. Are you sure? No, Papa Roaches. Yeah, but I thought they were on the same. Uh, 
Like, it's playing the same festival. Though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You should have yeah, brought Fred up. Durst with you on the uh, the deserted island. Yeah, Fred Durst. Yeah. That would be yeah. sick. That'd be good. It'd be I really awkward if he brought Fred his own album. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really awkward. <laughs> that would be bad. Fred Durst. <laughs> also bring a Limp Bizkit record. William, William you gotta, have you heard this? this is, is he still doing TikTok? <laughs> he was on he TikTok? TikTok? Oh yeah, my god, he just opened up a whole new door for Glory and I. <laughs> Wait yeah, a second. Before they announced that they were playing shows again, mm-hmm. saw him on TikTok, and it was just him with like a camo bucket hat and his like white beard. And people, oh, just, yeah. pretty sure the only TikToks he had were people walking up to him, like, hey, are you Fred Durst? And him just being like, and that was it. That was the whole thing. And I was like, what is Fred Durst doing on TikTok? But I'm, you know, what is, he's right there. Look at him. Oh my God. Yeah. There's the bucket hat. There's the beard. Oh my God. This is crazy. I can't. Dude, he evolved. He did. He's now Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, I see him live in less than two weeks. I cannot wait. Let's go. Rolling, rolling. All right. Good luck, man. I hope, I hope you. You get to experience them in, in the fullest extent. I mm-hmm. hope so too. Um, so, as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Uh, I mean, I guess buy it, our record, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just listen to it. Yeah, listen to the record. If if we, send we it have to some, Fred Durst. send it to Fred, send it to Fred Durst. Durst. I'll throw oh, a copy up on stage. Yeah, I was gonna say throw like a copy on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that that's the move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, thanks for anyone who's listened to us before. Uh, listen to the record. Let us know what you think. And we're trying to get to a city near you. So if we're around, come hang out. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for having us. It's a pleasure as always. Of course. Of course. Uh, thank you for now. This guy's been Flight Club and we've been the Good Noise Podcast.